Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Emma Kniebe. So the passage is from 2 Peter, uh, the beginning of this letter, which is exciting. Um, Chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. So um, it says, Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who through the righteousness of our God and Saviour Jesus Christ have received a faith as precious as ours, Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord. I'm going to pray to begin with. Lord, I just thank you so much that um, there's so much that we can get from your word, Lord Jesus. And I just thank you that the simplicity of your message is just such a miracle. So, Lord, yeah, open our hearts and, and our ears to what your spirit might wanting to be saying to us today, Lord Jesus. Amen. Um, so yeah, first of all, when I received this passage, I I was a bit confused because I was like, there's not really much there, you know. It's, it's the beginning of the letter. Like, what what am I meant to do from from the greeting? Um, and then the more I've looked into this, the more I'm like, wow, what else do we need to hear really apart from um, really just what 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 these verses say? Um, so just to kind of sum up, we were looking at. Uh, 1 Peter and 1 Peter before was uh, a letter of encouragement to the early Christians who were being persecuted um, and it was all about uh, handling trials from around them and what was happening to them at the time um, and Pe- 2 Peter is more about uh, focusing on the church's internal problems um, and especially in a world full of false teachers um, and prophets, Peter is calling the people of the church at at his time and now to be vigilant against falling into false doctrines. Um, And this letter, basically, it gives us clues and tips uh, to stay close to the truth of God and how to handle um, false teachers and teachings around us. Um, So when I first was reflecting over this passage, the main word that jumped out at me was the word faith. And um, immediately, um, faith and grace, and and immediately Ephesians 2, verse 8 jumped out at me, uh, which is, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift from God. And as we look at God's word, I just thought to begin with, it would be helpful to remind ourselves of that, that it's through believing in Jesus that we receive the grace, the gift of forgiveness now and eternal life in the next life um, and also peace in the presence as well as the future. Um, so we're not saved by our acts and by reading the Bible, but I think what Peter's trying to say here is that by uh, being close to God and by knowing God and being obedient to God's word, that gives us um, discernment, make wise choices, and it helps protect us from 
the evils of the world and the temptations of the world and from false teachings. Um, and yeah, as I was reflecting on this, I was just um, reminded of my youth session last night. So I've just started helping out with youth on a Monday night and um, I do younger youth to begin with. And there's, um, I just want to thank you first of all for praying for youth because I remember James was saying yesterday, even praying for our youth sessions. And it's amazing just to see how God is working through that and provoking questions in the youth. So please do carry on lifting up your um, prayers uh, for our youth. Um, but yeah, as, as we were starting to look at Genesis, we were uh, discussing um, a, a quote which says, if there is no God, everything is permitted. So we asked the children, what do you think of that? If there is no God, everything is permitted. And one of the youngest boys, he's only nine years old, he was really grappling with this opinion that, you know, why do we need to have a God to have a moral compass or to have good laws or to have um, good instructions. And he was actually very convincingly arguing that, you know, people who aren't Christian, they have a moral compass. They also submit to the law. So what difference does God make? And I'm not going to lie, I wasn't really prepared for this, you know, very, very convincing argument. So I was a little stumped at first. I thought, well, you know what, a good question. However, after thinking about it, we came to the conclusion that the thing that separates human law from God's law is that human law is fallible because it's constantly changing. You know, each country has its own set of laws and some we might agree with, some we might not. However, it's the beauty of the knowledge that we can receive from God's word that it is universal to all of humankind. It's unchanging and it's true. It's amazing that God, the creator of the universe, created this world with an order and a purpose. And both of those haven't changed. They haven't drifted or adapted since the beginning of time. The word of God is solid. It's a precious gift to us. And just like the passage says, it's, it's a gift um, of, and it gives us faith. And so one of the things that um, surprised me and just about this passage is that we receive the same precious gift of faith from Jesus now as Peter and the early Christians of the church did back then when Peter was writing this letter. You know, God is unchanging and God is true. And our, our faith is, is a precious miracle that God, uh, the God of the whole world, would choose to let us know him. But it's not only that. Not only can we believe in him, but it's through the knowledge of him in Jesus Christ um, that he gives us this grace and peace in abundance. And so I just want to encourage you this morning that wherever you are at the moment and whatever you're facing, and whether you've been let down by the church or by a religious leader or, or false teachings or even a family friend or just feeling let down yourself, we can just take comfort that the one thing that will never change or let us down is God's word. And I think we are called to grow in the knowledge of God's word, the word of truth, to protect us from these false teachings of the world and to know Jesus' righteousness and saving power more clearly and dearly and nearly. And it's all to grow into this precious faith and to be able to receive these wonderful gifts 
of grace and peace in abundance throughout our lives. And so I'm just going to lift up a prayer to God. Lord, I just thank you so much that you offer us grace, this amazing gift of grace and this amazing gift of peace. And Lord, you don't just offer us um, a little bit of it, Lord, you offer it to us in abundance. And Lord, I just pray that, yeah, wherever we are, Jesus, that we would come to you, that we would um, discern our next steps from your word of truth. And Lord, I just thank you so much for what a gift your word is to us, Lord. I pray that in your mighty name. Amen. Today on HCC Daily, we started off by reading part of Psalm 119 from verse 137, which says, You are righteous, Lord, and your laws are right. The statutes you have laid down are righteous. They are fully trustworthy. My zeal wears me out, for my enemies ignore your words. Your promises have been thoroughly tested, and your servant loves them. Though I am lowly and despised, I do not forget your precepts. Your righteousness is everlasting, and your law is true. Trouble and distress have come upon me, but your commands give me delight. Your statutes are always righteous. Give me understanding that I may live. And we prayed over God's word. And we thanked him that his word is everlasting and true. We then um, looked at 2 Peter chapter 1 verses 1 to 2. And we prayed over the fact that God gives us an abundance of grace and peace. And we pray for people in our lives that still needed to receive that grace and peace. Amen. Amen.